Welcome to the Modern Mystic Soul Podcast brought to you by Blythe Starlight. I'm your host, Therese Tucker, and I'm thrilled to have you with me to talk about all things intuitive, dreamy, modern, and magical. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about such themes as decisions, perspective, the art of letting go, the self-review cycle, which I will explain, and my original artwork called I Choose to Shine Bright. So welcome to my first relaunched podcast episode. Man, 2018, right? Am I right? What a year. Brought up a lot of stuff for a lot of people, including a lot of change. One of the things that actually changed for me was uh, this podcast. I had originally been on a different platform. The Blythe Starlight podcast was all about talking about the different pieces of artwork I was making, and I was trying to come up with a creative way to share the inspiration for each piece. And so it was really just a tiny podcast about a single painting and its concept. Um, But that platform I was on suddenly and without notice closed, leaving me without a podcast. So it got me to thinking, you know, if I'm going to do this again, what would I like to do differently? And so for this new version of my podcast, I thought it would be a lot more fun if not only talked, if we not only talked about paintings, but we also talked about some ideas about intuition and maybe areas of life that we're working on to help us unblock our intuition as well as to move into our higher levels of consciousness like 5D, fifth density level consciousness. So that's what I'm hoping to bring to you with this new podcast. So I want to talk about I want to start with the, t- the concept of the art of letting go. So here we are at the beginning of 2019, and a lot of people are focused on what they want to bring in, what they want to manifest, how to get the most out of what they want for this year. Um, but I don't see a lot of emphasis put on what is being let go. Because in truth, before we can gather all that new all the new stuff, all the goodies, we really have to let go of certain things. Sometimes these are things we physically have to let go of. For example, you know, let go of old clothes so you can make room for new ones. But many times there are certain thoughts or beliefs or behaviors that are already in place that are blocking us from receiving what we actually want to get. And if you think about this, if those blocks weren't in place, you'd already have what you want, right? So it's it's important to understand that letting go is a very important part of the receiving cycle. It's, you know, the counterpoint, if you will. So an entire cycle is to give and to receive. So what goes out must and will come back, but not necessarily in the same form. And when we don't let go, when we don't allow ourselves to let go of things or old thoughts or old patterns, we are putting the brakes on a very natural cycle and we're living unnaturally. And this can cause an energetic blockage. So here are some things that can happen when we deny letting go. Number one, 
we can emotionally constipate. Uh, you heard me. You've heard of the term being full of bleep, right? Being full of poop. This is the emotional expression of emotional constipation when we don't let go of things. When we don't let go, we can constrict our future because we are condemned to repeat the same cycle over and over until we release it. It's kind of like imagine a hamster being stuck on a wheel when we keep thinking these same thoughts and doing these same patterns and behaviors. When we we deny letting go, we risk the possibility of getting stuck in the same cycle emotionally over and over. And it begins to take on a mass and can become matter, right? So the more we think of thought, the more we feel a feeling and we're attracting in energy and we are creating a denser thought or feeling until it becomes matter. And this will show up as like manifesting a real situation in your life um, rather than a thought process. So you think a thought so much you've actually manifested it, much like a snowball building up as it rolls down a mountainside. And this snowball effect can lead to physical ailments of varying nature. Um, A really good book on that topic is Feelings Buried Alive, Never Die by Carol Truman. Other things that can happen when we deny letting go are falling prey to the belief that You know, if you drink the poison, it will kill the other person, right? So if I hold on to this, it's really going to stick it to them. In other words, we self-destruct in hopes of showing others what they have done to us. And ultimately, we end up destroying ourselves. So that's what happens when we don't let go. Which actually brings me to another topic. It brings me to something um, that's going to lead into this whole self-review cycle process. So this perspective, uh, the idea of judgment day. Now, I'm not talking about the judgment day that talks that you know was talked about biblically or talked about movies where like some end of the world moment is coming. I'm talking about this in terms of energy. And I've actually witnessed this both happening in astrology, so in the astrological placements that we've been happening, have had happening, as well as the different numerology, the years, and how they add up and what those are moving through. We're in this time that you might call judgment. In fact, in the tarot, judgment is the 20th card. It's the thing that happens right before the big cycle release at the end with the world. So judgment comes before that. I don't want you to get freaked out because I'm not talking about, you know, you being smite or, or smote. I'm not sure. Smote. <laughs> this is not that kind of judgment. Uh, and it does not come from some external source, like an angry God or some external source judging you for your life's choices or angry angels or angry whatever. In fact, it, it doesn't come from any external source at all. This, this judgment, it comes from within and it comes in the form of a life review process. So a uh, question for you, and this may date me, but have you ever seen the movie Defending Your Life? with Meryl Streep and Albert Brooks. It's an old movie. I want to say it's from the 80s. Um, I was little when I watched it, but (laughs) it's out there and you should rent it. 
Um, so don't judge me. Don't judge me for being that old. Because <laughs> I'm not. Okay. Judging myself now. Anyway. So the movie Defending Your Life, this Judgment Day is something similar to that movie's concept. Not quite the same. But in the movie... They sit down and this is after they die and they're sitting there at these chambers where they're reviewing their lives with this judge and jury with them. Now, this isn't quite accurate, but the person who lived the life is watching their life and reviewing it, having emotions and reactions to the life they lived. So, you know, that's exactly what's happening here. No external force is judging you. Or reviewing your life, it's you. You're looking at your life and you're making judgments about it. And this is a self review process where we will be the judge and jury of our own behavior. And for most people, we think of this as coming at the end of our lives, but because we're coming to the apex of a major cycle, both being noted in astrology and numerology, we're experiencing this internal self-review process now we're experiencing it as we're having our everyday lives we're getting like chunks of the past coming up for us to review look at and move through and needless to say that this process can bring up feelings that are a smidge difficult to face feelings such as fear shame guilt embarrassment regret disappointment, sadness, grief, and even depression. Being exposed to these feelings may cause us to want to shove that blink back into the closet, right? Shove it back there and not feel it. But that only perpetuates this cycle I was talking about, this not letting go cycle. Um, So the hamster on the wheel feeling the same feelings over and over again. And each experience will be brought forward again. So this self-review process will be inflicted on you again and again until the events have been properly reviewed and resolved. So maybe as you're listening to this, you're like, great, Therese, thanks a lot. Now I'm totally bleep, right? Why does this have to happen, Therese? I don't like this. Um, All I can say here is that we must inevitably burn away all that does not belong to us. So it really, this review process is bringing up stuff that needs to be released or let go. It's ill-fitting clothing. It doesn't fit you anymore. It's not who you are anymore. So it's coming forward for you to basically excuse it. Any falseness that these these, um, events represent are being asked to be transmuted so that you can ascend in consciousness more and more into your state of true being, your true nature, the the highest aspect of yourself moving forward so that all false things can fall away. It's the letting go of that which is no longer you. So I can speak to this personally because I have been going through my own sudden self-review processes and after many of these episodes I have noticed that there is actually an easier way to move through them now notice I didn't say easy I said easier way to move through them 
Because this stuff isn't easy. But this moving through process will set you free. Okay, so this is how you do it. This is what I call moving through a self-review cycle. And if you have a chance, grab a piece of paper and a pen and take some notes. Because honestly, after going through years of these now I'm starting to get the hang of it when they come up and how to move through them as easily as possible so the first thing that happens is you're gonna take a time out that's step number one so when one of these self-review cycles begins and honestly these can come on suddenly and without warning so you might be driving down the street and boom you're getting hit with this um, memory of something that's trying to detox from your psyche So if that happens, try removing yourself from your current situation. And if possible, go to a quiet place. Okay? If removal isn't possible, like you are driving your car, remind yourself of your current life purpose. So example, if you're driving your car, my current life purpose is to drive this vehicle safely to my destination. And that that thought will help keep you present and allow the review cycle to pass until the next cycle occurs. Okay, so take a time out if you can and move yourself to a quiet place. Or if you can't, remind yourself what you're focused on in this moment to allow it to pass. Number two, once you get into the quiet place, you're going to identify the feelings and label them to remain the third-party observer, okay? So labeling these feelings, this is pain, this is guilt, this is shame, that is going to allow you to remain the observer. So allow yourself to feel whatever comes up in this review process. See if you are able to label the feeling. When you can identify the feeling for what it is, you will remain in the position of the observer who... A good example is this is like an audience member at a play. They are observing the play. Otherwise, if you don't take the time to identify the feeling, what can happen is this review process can suck you in, take over your consciousness and pull you into it where you begin to feel it as if it's happening. And in that, instead of being the observer, you become the actor in the drama or the experience. So we want to remain the observer. So... Allow the feeling to come, label it. Step number three, ask yourself, how would I handle this situation if it happened now? This question, okay, creates a clear definition in your mind that something about you, your mental and your emotional process has changed and matured when you ask this question. When you can identify that you have indeed grown in wisdom and awareness and love and that you can understand the former versions of yourself were doing the best they could with the level of wisdom, awareness, and love that they had available to them. When you understand that, you understand your former versions of yourself more to be like a child. And when we can view ourselves as spiritual children, we can naturally move into a place of compassion and forgiveness. So when you give yourself the benefit of the doubt that you were truly doing the best you could, 
with what you had at the time. You'll naturally move into a place of compassion and forgiveness. So the essence, this the purpose of a self-review cycle, why we're experiencing it, is to help us to let go of karmic baggage, to learn to view ourselves with acceptance, to learn from the process and see where we have already grown, and to heal parts of ourselves with love, compassion, and forgiveness. Eventually, doing these enough, you will become a master of the self-review cycle, and you'll move through it easy, more easily each time. And every time this process comes up, you'll understand yourself better as well as others. And you'll be able to then help others move through their own self-review cycles and help the feelings of compassion and forgiveness spread. So now what I want to talk about is this painting, I Choose to Shine Bright, which was actually created on Christmas Eve of 2018. Now the original has already sold, but prints and other items are for sale in my Society6 shop. So if you hear about this and you're like, I got to see this painting, you're going to want to go to my Society6 shop to see it. So for me, 2018 offered very much in the way of polarity. And I I think that's true for other people. There were many sudden self-review cycles. And with that, you know, many dark things came to light in not only our personal worlds, but in the public world, in our society, and what's going on in the world at large. And sometimes when this happens, we can feel despair, as if the light may be disappearing. Right? When we start to see the darkness that's been at work, we can move into a place of fear that perhaps the light is fading. But I actually don't believe this is the case. If anything, what this means is that more light has come in and it's flooding its light into the corners of our world. And there is nothing a shadow loves more than a good corner to hide in. And at this time, all corners are being illuminated and I think that this is actually a time where even though it looks very dark we can celebrate and we can make the decision to see the light and to shine bright ourselves no matter what gets revealed our decisions shape our perspective and neither one is set in stone and we are allowed to change our minds and see things differently at any time we wish. No questions asked. Life is messy. Can you see the perfection in that? Shadows are evident. Can you find the light? Time is running out, but can you see time's infinite nature? Deep spiritual thoughts like this offer us many paradoxes, But as my team in spirit tells me, all paradoxes resolve as we approach our true nature, the infinite oneness with all. So I hope that this first podcast has been helpful for you. It's definitely a new format for me. The beauty of this particular platform is it allows you to send me a voice message right here on the platform. So go ahead and do that. 
I appreciate you joining me. Be sure to visit me at blithestarlight.com and you can subscribe to my list and that way you'll never miss an episode of the Modern Mystic Soul podcast, which will have many, many themes that we talk about in this coming year. You can also find me on iTunes and on Spotify. Also check me out. I'm on Instagram and Facebook as Blythe Starlight. Until next time, stay magical.